Hey everybody, this is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 11, titled, Getting Out of Your Rut. And I talk about getting out of the funk, getting out of your rut, how we can get the funk out. Welcome to the Small Scale Life. Well, guys, it's been about a month since I posted episode 10, and gosh, since that time, I've just I've just been in a rut. You ever been in a rut? It's kind of that funk, you know? You just don't feel right, you got stuff going on, and you just... It's almost like a mini depression, and uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking about what's been dragging me down lately, and, and, really, and really this funk lasted shortly after those podcasts and until just recently. And I'll talk about that in this podcast and what I did, how I got out of it, and what what little steps that I did. Um, I did a lot of thinking, did a lot of introspection, did a, you know, kind of stepped a little bit away from the blog and podcast and, uh, and really tried to unpack what was going on and, and figure out a way to get out of the funk. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Thank you for tuning in. I know... Um, I know it's been a while since we've done this, and uh, really this is going to be just a conversation between me and you. I have to tell you that this is a hard podcast to do because, you know, usually it's about gardening or something that, uh, you know, weight loss or, you know, personal stuff, but not what's going on in my head. And that it's been hard to put this out there, and I've been sitting on it for over a week. I mean, um, I talked to Drew sample and some others about it and they're like yeah you got to post it and it's just been it's just been one of those things that I really didn't want to really didn't want to talk about but um but I'm going to I have to and uh get this out get it behind me and hopefully maybe you guys will learn a little bit or maybe you'll figure something out or maybe you'll have some suggestions whatever um but I'm open but we'll get to that in a minute um we're going to start the podcast by talking about a couple of our friends that uh, I wouldn't call them sponsors since I'm not getting any money from them. But uh, but if you are interested in being a sponsor of the Small Scale Life podcast, let me know. Send me a note at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. But a couple friends of the Small Scale Life podcast that wanted me to give them a shout out. Uh, our first friend is um, Young Living Essential Oils. Are you interested in a healthier life? Are you interested in all-natural weed and pest control, facial products, lip balms, and soaps? Well, if you are, and you're looking for these kind of natural products, you should contact my good friend Jen Semler from Young Living Essential Oils. Jen is a good friend. I've known her for years. Uh, met her down in Illinois, lived across the street from us, and she's really trying to improve her life by being a lot healthier and using all-natural essential oils. She's an oily girl. If you're really interested in, in getting the toxins and the junk out of your life, you should talk to Jen from Young Living Essential Oils. I, I took a look at the company. They have farms all over the world, and they're producing high-quality all-natural products. So you can reach Jen through a link in the show notes, and she will be able to provide you with the best all-natural essential oils today. Again, check out the show notes. Jen is a great person and um, really trust her to set you up and, and get you going in the right direction. Friend number two is brought to you by Drew Sample at thesamplehour.com. Drew Sample and Scott Hebert doing a weekly podcast that's all about the successes and failures of their market gardening efforts in Canada and Ohio. Now, just last week, uh, actually when I taped this the first, or recorded this the first time, it, it had happened just that day, but their podcast, they renamed their podcast 
and it's now called Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Podcast. They discussed what is and isn't working on their new market garden projects and urban farms. Uh, they talk, they laugh, they sing, and yes, they take their shirts off. Whatever they need to do to fail forward and win at life. Love those guys. I really wish them the best. I can't wait to have them back on the show. And Drew, anytime you want to put me on your little podcast, you let me know. I'm just kidding. I'd be love, I'd love to be on your podcast. So check those guys out. Drew does all kinds of podcasts. He interviews some really interesting people, including, uh, Jean Martin Fortier, uh, Curtis Stone, and a whole bunch of others that are really into permaculture. So I really like what Drew's doing. Love their podcast as well. I really liked uh, a couple weeks ago when Scott sang a song all about Drew and his, uh, his market gardening efforts. It was pretty funny. So check those guys out. They're good buds. So, uh, good, good guys to listen to. All right. Let's get back into this here. Um, yeah, it's not like me to get into a funk. I'll just tell you that right up front. I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. Um, it was interesting because I was talking to Julie about it and, uh, I was talking to her last Friday about it and she kind of looked over me like you were in a funk. I couldn't even tell, but yeah, I mean, even the most positive sunshine pump, that's what they used to call me back in the consulting world, sunshine pump, positive person, uh, can get in a funk and can get down and, uh, it's just life and, and sometimes life bogs us down, you know, and like I said, I've been thinking about it and really unpacked it into three, three different pieces. And they kind of, um, really, when I think about it, everything was coming together. It was a convergence of the crap. Uh, I use a different word, but we'll just keep it clean and we'll say it was a convergence of the crap. And it all kind of hit at the same time. That was right before Memorial Day. And uh, it really kind of bogged me down and, and got me bummed. Those three things were project that I was working on. It was a termination of a project. The second was the frustration over the weight loss uh, effort that I was doing. And then the third was uh, Memorial Day Blues, and we'll kind of get into that. Uh, that's a real personal one. It really talks about my mindset um, and some emotions that were in the back of my mind. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about each one and, and kind of what, what some of the conclusions were and how I kind of got out of the rut. So... I mean, I was still productive, still trying to do things, but, um, well, I, I wasn't posting much and just trying to keep a low profile. Uh, the first one, um, this project termination piece, uh, I had been working on a project for a couple of years with a, with a good friend. And, um, I started this project. It was, it was fun. It was interesting. And I learned a lot. And recently, um, it just hasn't been as much fun. And, um, you know, we were starting to see a decline in interest and, and it just, it just wasn't sitting right. It just didn't feel, I wasn't having as much fun with it. Um, I just, you know, I decided I needed to, to push forward in other areas and focus on other areas in my life. And that one was, was kind of weighing me down. So I decided to pull the plug and terminate my involvement in that project you know, I, that was kind of stressful and it was stressful because my partner is a good friend and rather than be diplomatic and kind of pull myself out, um, gradually, I ended it rather in a rather poor fashion and, uh, I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, I felt pretty bad about that and, uh, it was pretty, um, it bummed me out, you know, uh, and I was to blame for that. I should have done it differently. You know, I should have taken a different diplomatic approach to ending that project, but I am, Stepping back from that, um, 
and focusing, really uh, trying to focus on small-scale life. I mean, small-scale gardening was my baby. I started that in 2014 and really enjoyed writing that blog, starting up, doing videos. Um, you know, that site is still in existence, but I am consolidating, ev consolidating everything to small-scale life and really trying to, you know, shut down those other areas that are, that are taking my energy and time. And, um, you know, so, so small scale gardening, this other project, really trying to funnel my energy into small scale life. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's a time of transition. And I told my mom that at the beginning of the year, this is a year of transition and, and we're transitioning out of some things and really trying to focus on where I am right now and where I'm going. So, um, I think the real lesson that I learned through this process, there's a couple of them, you know, sometimes, when things aren't, when you're not growing and when you're not having fun and, and you're not um, seeing the benefit, I think I think you need to evaluate it and you might have to step away from things. And it it might make some people angry. And, uh, you know, I think there's a, a right way and a wrong way to do it. And that's the second lesson learned is to not act in anger and frustration. Sleep on a little bit. Uh, have an honest conversation about these things. Uh, and and be reasonable and diplomatic try not especially when friends are involved try not to be apocalyptic and and uh essentially have a uh, a nuclear explosion that's not good for friendships and such so i do feel bad the way i ended it but i am moving forward and and trying to you know keep a low profile and keep keep producing content for small scale life i think that's i just need to focus on me for a while you know i can't solve all the problems in the world i just need to focus on me that's another lesson learned too. Uh, the second thing that was kind of dragging me down was this weight loss effort. I call it the weight loss plateau. You know, I've, I've been working on this weight loss thing since October 2015 when I, um, I decided to get moving. I was, my weight was going up. I was having trouble sleeping and my back was sore. My knees were killing me. And, uh, and really when I changed jobs to my current job and, and, um, you know, that was the time. That was day one. We're starting, we're starting a couple things. We're starting a new job, you know, starting this fitness thing and we're starting small scale life. That all kind of happened at the same time back in, in October or so 2015. And I started swimming, uh, walking and swimming and really got into swimming. And, uh, you know, that's when we kicked off the swimming challenge, Red Beard with the swimming challenge. And I was really into that and swimming every day. Um, and the swim challenge rolled into the Quit Your Belly Aching Fitness Challenge. It was pretty much an everyday workout. And I was, um, I started to see some results, which was great, you know. And I, I think I've lost about 15 pounds through those two challenges. And they ended up in February. That's, well, um, the, the swimming challenge ended up in January. The, the fitness challenge ended up mid-February. And, and at that point, the weight loss stopped. And I have been on this long plateau since mid-February, about February 15th or so. So, you know, you're, you're marching along on this, on this long, long journey. And it just seems to go on and on and on and on with no, you know, with small deviations, but nothing, nothing worth mentioning. I mean, going up two pounds, going down two pounds, losing the same five pounds, gaining the five, same five. It's just, it was, silly and i needed to make some adjustments you know at the same time while i was on this long plateau you know going up and down and up and down um my brother lost over 50 pounds 
And my father-in-law lost over 15 pounds. And I was looking at those guys going, what the heck? What the heck? Why am I doing this stuff and working out quite a bit and still not, not winning, you know? And these guys, they're, they're doing something that I'm not doing. And, uh, yes, I got a little jealous. I will admit that I got a little, I got a little jealous. I mean, it's like, man, how come they can spool this off? And here I am just sitting here on this long ass, uh, plateau. So I needed to, I needed to figure out what they were doing and I needed to, um, I needed to make adjustments. And I will admit, um, I was chasing numbers. Yes, I was doing that. I was comparing my goal to their goals and my progress to their progress. And all those things are not good because every person is different. And, and if you're chasing a number, well, that's, that's not really good either. I mean, um, I thought it was great that, uh, Scott, Scott Hebert and, and Jay, uh, both said, you know, do what you like doing, keep doing it, increase the intensity, keep pushing yourself, and, and eventually you do the right things and, and things will happen. And Jay also said, you know, the the weight thing all starts in the kitchen and what you're putting in your mouth. And those those are all true. So so I was a little jealous, but I made an adjustment, uh, gosh, right, right before Memorial Day, made some tweaks. And really, that's when I said, you know what, we're going to limit the carb intake. We're really going to do that. We have to. We have to cut back on chips. We have to cut back on the bread. We have to cut back on the what other junk is um, that I'm consuming that is not helping. The other thing is um, alcohol. Really trying to cut that back. Now I didn't do that well this weekend, and I'm paying for it this week. But but I recognize it, and I made a choice, and I'm moving forward. I'm not getting all bummed out about it. I'm just going to work harder, and I'm going to win. Um, so the carbohydrates, cutting back on the alcohol, really limiting those two. And then the third was was diet soda. I mean, I was drinking 52 plus ounces of Diet Dew a day, a day. And that is ridiculous. I was pickling myself with aspartame and God knows what other green goop is in there. So on on Friday the 13th, June, June 13th, actually May 13th, um, I, I went cold turkey and cut it. I cut all diet soda out of my diet and I have not had any since. So those were the three, that was, that was the, the three point approach to, to doing this. And I, it took a little bit. It's like your body adjusts. And, uh, and last Friday, you know, I had, I had lost nine pounds since, since essentially where I was kind of deviating on that long plateau. So I was, I was down to 291, which is freaking great. I'm about to break that into the 280s and that is going to be fantastic. I'm going to have a celebration. And and the good thing is my pants and clothes are are fitting better. Um just looking in the mirror, I think I look a little better. Plus I've been throwing some weight around, you know, some weights around and and I really enjoy that. So the other the other thing um uh, and you've seen it in the weight loss posts um, jumping around you a little bit here, but the other thing I really am trying to do is track, track everything in my fitness pal. Um, that's not, you know, I'm not getting paid by them or anything. I'm just, that's what I'm doing. And it seems to be working. I'm tracking everything. So, you know, cutting the carbs, cutting the alcohol, taking out the diet do, and then tracking. Those are the four, that's actually the four point plan there. So, um, things are moving in the right direction and, um, frustration of not making progress is, it's, it's kind of been blown up a little bit by me getting active, by me doing, implementing a plan and executing and being disciplined about it too. I think, um, you know, the lesson here is, you know, when something isn't working, um, 
when you're just beating your head against the wall, you know, it's the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. So you, when you're just, when something isn't working, you need to step back and adjust and a tweak your approach and uh, be disciplined about it. And don't be afraid to make a change. Don't be, don't be afraid. You know, what you're doing isn't working for you anyway. So why not make a change? You might find that, um, you might find that breakthrough that you're looking for. So that was a real lesson learned there as well. Now, the third thing um, that really, really uh, was bugging me, um, it was probably the biggest thing that was kind of pulling me down was, um, was the Memorial Day blues. And, you know, Memorial Day... Memorial Day uh, in 2015 was, uh, for me personally, horrendous. It was it was a terrible time in my life, and I never want to go back there. And um, you know, it was it was probably the lowest day, the lowest week I've ever had in my life. Um, even worse than my dad dying. This was um, this was horrendous. For those who don't know and who are new to Small Scale Life Podcast or just don't know who I am or anything about me, uh, at that time, uh, in 2015, we were in the middle of a, of a national search for my son uh, who was missing. And uh, we had been at it for a few week, or a weeks, a couple weeks. And uh, since we found out and I was at boots on the ground the next day, um, you know, at this point, we had found a couple ghosts, a couple phantasms, uh, a couple phantoms that were hiding, um, who were also related to, uh, my son disappearing. And we found those people. And, uh, um, and once we had found those people, we realized that, and this was Memorial Day, we found them on Sunday, Memorial Day, uh, the actual day we found, we, we discovered that, uh, those people had no information and were not volunteering information and would not provide any information. So we had no leads we were, we were effectively dead in the water. We had nothing. Um, we had nothing to go on. We had no leads. We didn't know what to do next. And, um, we were stuck and everyone involved in, in this effort saw that. And we, we started losing our help, um, from volunteers. Um, they just, there was nowhere to go and nothing to do. So, um, we, they, we shut those efforts down. Uh, the family that was there helping me, uh, in Colorado, they, they had to go back home for other obligations, other things. Uh, so I was there alone and, um, I was all by myself in Colorado Springs, like on, uh, the day after Memorial Day. And, and it kind of, it really sucked. It was the realization that, um, we had some success, but it was a false success. It was a false positive and we, we had nothing. And, uh, Really, there was nowhere to go or nothing to do. And it was a sense of hopelessness and desperation and frustration that, that just washed over me back then. Um, it was an incredible, incredibly bad feeling that we had, we had run out of options and had nowhere to go and nothing, nowhere to turn. And, um, I've never felt that low in my life. And, and it was just a complete, failure. And, uh, you know, I had, I came back from Colorado Springs. Um, you know, it all worked out. We eventually did find him. We brought him home. You know, he's doing well now. 
Um, we haven't talked about it, but he's doing well. And I thought I had, you know, pushed all those horrible feelings out. I thought I was done with it. Um, you know, I, you know, after everything had happened, I, I thought I had peace with it, you know, um, but, but Memorial Day, that was, that was probably the worst feeling in the world. And they were, those feelings and thoughts were still rolling around in the back of the, uh, the brain pan there. You know, it was weird because that week leading up to Memorial Day, I, I felt like, could feel something, um, coming. I, I, I just felt weird. Um, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was the other two things, uh, the, uh, the project and then, uh, the weight loss issue. And I just, um, I felt something was going on, but I just, I didn't recognize it. Thursday, right before Memorial Day, kind of everything blew up and, uh, and then just everything just kind of converged and blew up. It was like a, a massive explosion. Um, and it just really kind of put me in a tailspin. I had to, uh, I had to step back a little bit. Um, I put a couple posts out there uh, on the internet, uh, on Facebook, and and some really kind people reached out with some good words and some encouragement. Thank you, and uh, thank you everyone who did. You know, people that reached out, you know, like Jules and and my sister and and Todd from Backup Fitness. Thanks, bro. And John from uh, Minnesota Wisconsin Region Ag group, uh, part of Small Scale Life. He's a follower there. Jesse, my buddy Jay. Thanks, Jay. You are awesome. And uh, others, you know, there's some others that reached out. Um, you know, they were concerned. They, they knew something was going on and uh, they had some really good kind words and encouragement and, and it helped me get through that, those feelings. And, um, you know, that that's something we learned and, and maybe forgot over the past year, you know, there's a lot of really good, kind people out there in the world who, who do care. And, um, you know, we saw this over and over and over again in 2015, you know, saw it again just a couple weeks ago, you know, when I was kind of going through this little valley, you know, people are good and people are kind and they will, they will help you. And, uh, so that, that's another lesson there too. I mean, if you're feeling down, if you're in a funk or a rut, you know, talk to somebody you trust, talk to somebody you trust and kind of bounce some ideas off. Try to, try to work with someone, you know, people are smart and people have a lot of, uh, people have a lot of good insight. Um, you know, don't go with somebody who's going to drain your energy and, and just turn everything into drama. Just find a stable person. If there is such a thing, find a good person with good advice and talk to them, you know, and, and somebody gave me some really good advice. Um, Someone said to me during this process is, um, is, is their quote here. You have to take the time to step away from your thoughts now and again in order to be balanced in your decision making. And I think that really applies to your life as well. So I kind of modified that a little bit and I said, you have to take the time to step away from your thoughts now and again in order to be balanced in your life. And I think that's true. You gotta, you gotta look through a different prism, you know, take some time, set it aside if you can and, and just, Mull it over and then look at it in a different, try to look at it in a different light. And that's really what I tried to do, you know, and, and try to, um, not folk, you know, just, just look at it differently and step away from it for a minute. There's things that, uh, that kind of came back to me as I was, as I was thinking about that time and, uh, you know, that desperation and that frustration, um, you know, I remember I was, 
um, I was staying at some friend's house up in the hills there in Colorado Springs, in, in Manitou Springs. Um, that's on the road to Pikes Peak. We're up in the hills. And uh, those folks had left for the evening, and I was there by myself, and I was watching the hummingbirds come in and out of the uh, bird feeders, which was totally cool. It was a good uh, good way to you know, decompress a little bit from the from the feelings that I had at the time. And I remember I was watching a rainstorm come in over Colorado Springs, and uh, and it was really interesting. Um, the The clouds were covering the area, the bowl of Colorado Springs, and also NORAD and some of the foothills and, and smaller mountains. And the sun was shining from the west, and um, you know you could really see the rain. You know the rain was coming down, but the light was was shining on the uh, on the raindrops, and it was like a a curtain, a misty curtain that was coming down, and it was all the rain, all the rain coming out of those clouds. And I have a picture that was the picture for this podcast. So go to smallscalelife.com. You can see the picture from the deck that I shot um, because that's what I do. I see cool stuff, and I have to take a picture of it. So I was watching the storm, and as my view. I watched it for a while. I saw the rainbow, double rainbow. It was cool. Um, and as my eyes worked uh, to the west, and I was looking down at Mantu Springs, and there's a pass or where the road goes up to Pikes Peak and, and, on, uh, and further on to other points. It was like a pass. And I'm watching, and I could see a flock of birds there. And they're all fluttering their wings. And it was a pretty windy day. It was a really windy day. And these birds were struggling against the wind. This headwind was just keeping them out of the pass. And they kept just beating their wings as hard as they could just to try to get get some traction. And they couldn't. And they kept going and going and going. And they didn't think go an inch. And it seemed like it'd take forever. It took forever for them to go against this headwind. And finally... And finally, it was weird. They they all dove down to the to the floor of the valley, and you know they disappeared for a couple of seconds. I thought, oh well, maybe they gave up. Maybe they're just tired and they're uh, taking a break. And as I watched, all of a sudden, I saw the the flock. It, it soared. It must have caught a thermal climb or or some different uh, a wind a different wind. But they they soared and they. And they somehow broke through this impossible force field, this impossible force of wind coming down the pass, coming down from Pikes Peak. They caught some kind of wind beneath their wings, and they and they pushed through. They pushed ahead, and they soared out of sight and uh, went further up, further down the pass. And I never saw them again. But the point of this story is, you have to take the time to step away from your thoughts now and again in order to be balanced in your life. So I think these. These birds, they, they took a step back. They said, hey, we're not making it this way, so let's do something different. Let's try something different. And bam, it worked out for them. I think we need to do the same thing sometimes. We need to take a step back and get out of the weeds and, and kind of take a different perspective. And that will that can get us through these ruts and get us out get us out of that rut. So I guess the lesson learned, and I'll leave you with this thought and close out the podcast you know, sometimes we have to adjust our course. Sometimes we have to step away from our thoughts and the problem. And we have to take a look through a different prism. We have to look at the situation differently. We have to change our approach. That's how we get out of rut. Because, again, beating your head against the wall and expecting different results. That is the definition of insanity. Take the time. Step away. Do some thinking. Sometimes you might have to quit a project 
Sometimes you might have to change course. Sometimes you might have to find out what others are doing and implement those, those things. Sometimes you have to find your own path. There's a way out of the rut, and that is really up to you, and it depends, depends what your rut is. But you can get through it. I got through it. I'm really excited about where we're going, what's happening, and focusing on small-scale life. I Again, I appreciate the folks who reached out uh, and buried with me here. Thank you for following me, everyone who's listening to this podcast. Um, we've got some great stuff coming up. I've got an interview with Bren Haas. Um, she is the Garden Chat Guru. She created Garden Chat, and I was recently a host there. And we're going to interview her. We're also talking about a fitness challenge, a new fitness challenge with Red Beard and Jules coming up with a new podcast there. Um, we, uh, Red Beard is running the Grandma's Marathon up in Duluth, Minnesota. We wish him the best of luck this weekend, but he's running a, a nice marathon. And once he gets back from that and rests up, we're going to talk about a new challenge. And, and I'd like to have an interview on the podcast talking about the Quit Your Belly Aching uh, Fitness Challenge and then this new fitness challenge and provide ways for you guys to sign up and get involved. The other, uh, I am going to create a, another podcast, just me talking. Uh, this one, I, I listened to Mike Rowe, uh, the guy from Dirty Jobs and from The Deadliest Catch, guy with a golden golden voice. I'm going to, uh, he had a video talking about, it's a commencement address from Prager University, all about your dreams and why you should chase opportunities, not dreams. And I thought that was a really good podcast, especially now with graduation season. So um, I'd like to respond to that and uh, talk about some things there. So got some stuff coming up. I've, I've also been working with, uh, on some vertical gardening and, uh, I would love to talk to my friend Khalid up in Montreal. He is the plant charmer and he has an urban farm. That's all that's done mostly with gutters, gutter systems, putting plants right in gutters. And I've got two gutters back in beds four and five and they are rocking. So I'm pretty excited about that, but I would like to interview Khalid. I think he, I think he grows like 10,000 pounds of food in uh, vegetables in gutters and sells it to his markets up there. So pretty cool stuff. And again, if you want to be on the small scale life podcast and have some, an interesting story or, or want to talk about gardening or whatever you want to talk about, let me know. You can email me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com and I will, uh, we'll talk about it. That would be great. Um, always looking for great, great folks to be on the podcast and talk about interesting things. So thank you again, everybody for listening. And we will, we will be back soon with more on the small scale life podcast. In the meantime, learn, do, and grow. We'll catch you next time.